Chapter Four of the Ladder of Rickety Rungs. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Caro. The Ladder of Rickety Rungs by T. C. O'Donnell. Chapter Four, Rourke and the Sleep Sand. That was a long time ago said blink folks did not know what it was to sleep then when the sun went down the moon came up and that was their playtime all through the moon hours they would play games and dance and sing and were not glad at all when the day broke only the folks who had farms said things would not grow without the sun so they made no attempt to stop the daytime coming on then came a folk king who did not want to have his people play he was tyrant tyrant the first he wanted to be a great warrior and so he declared war against the people of the land of dusk maybe you noticed wandell as we came through the land of dusk that it was quiet and still except for the nightingale and the thrush and the robin in the time of which i speak it was inhabited by the dusk folk a race of little fairy people not so big even as the nodders they were on the best of terms with the folks too especially the folk boys and girls and brought to them gay things made out of the blue dusk and the red and the gold of the sunset was it like this said sue her eyes opened wide and taking out of her pocket the ball of dusk yes replied blink gauzy robes as thin as the grey shadow of a cloud but they're gone now tyrant rode out of the city of then one night at the head of ten thousand folk soldiers whose terrible swords rattled and clanked as they went the dusk folk didn't know what it was all about tyrant sent wap the dusk folk king a word that he must surrender but wap said he didn't know what surrender meant it was such a big word it must be all right though because folks had always been kind to his little people so tyrant took a thousand of the little dusk folk captive and led them home to show how brave he was he put heavy iron chains on their hands and marched them through the streets of then and the people said how brave a king they had but the dusk folk captives never returned to their homes their hearts were broken they had never been separated from their people before tyrant put them to work in his mines but you can't sing and dance in mines the other dusk folk because they feared a like fate fled from their country some of them came to the land of nod and i had them build for themselves a village high up in the mountain of glimp where they live to this day you will see them when you go to climb the ladder of rickety rungs on to the moon slumb you are to know is a dusk folk and not a nodder at all and lives in the dusk folk village but tyrant was not content he only wanted to fight more than ever so he sent a messenger to me and said because i had given refuge to the dusk folk he would punish me even then he said his army was on the way and i must send him a token of my surrender i sent word that he would have to come and take me and i got my army ready a thousand brave men i had each man with a suit of armour and a long spear and shield at his side. So the folk army came, ten thousand men this time, 
ten thousand men against one thousand nodders they came in ships across the sea of glar and before they could reach the city they must pass through the narrow valley along the river sneep where that stream flows into the sea of glar the folk army then left their ships and came marching through the pass and there my men met them at first we held them off my men held their shields before them in such a way as to make a wall against the narrow pass and a second row on their backs and still a third and a fourth and even a fifth row which the folk soldiers could not break through their spears would strike against the shields and fall off as though they were drops of rain seven different times they charged against the wall of shields but if they did so they were beaten off and driven back to their camp by the sea then the folk general called his captains to him and said now it is a strange thing but the nodders when it comes dark go to sleep what is sleep they all asked you just lie down and shut your eyes and you forget everything until you wake up said the general what is wake up they all asked again and he replied that is when you lie down and forget everything and then after a few hours you open your eyes and remember everything and get up can folks ever sleep asked one of the captains no nobody sleeps except the nodders he said anyway who would want to forget things none of the captains thought they would like to forget anything at all and finally the general told them of his plan it's this he said Tonight, when they lie down to sleep, we'll go right past them into the city and carry off the Nod army. And it was that way. That night, when the moon came up and rested on top of the mountain of Glimp, the Nodders came out into the grass-grown places and danced and played games, and for a time the soldiers kept guard. But sleep-time came and even the Nod soldiers slept and as they had planned the folk army entered the city and carried off half of my army and all the gold they could lay hands on and were far out at sea when we woke in the morning more than five hundred men of our army they carried away then i set about building ships to take my army across the sea of glar and make war against tyrant and bring back the nodders he had taken away we cut down the forest that covered the side of the mountain of glimp that lies next to the river for timbers for the ships and came to the oak of the three worlds called so because from the top of it one could see into the world of things that were into the world of things that are to be and into the world of underneath the wood of it alone will make two ships i said and unless we save our land of what use is it looking into other worlds but as one of my men was about to strike into the tree a tiny old man came from out the world of underneath and said cut not the oak of the three worlds tyrant will come again to demand more gold and when he does so give every man of your army arrows tipped with these and he drew from his mantle a sharp thorn these he said will put in deep sleep every manly touch and it came about according to the saying of the old man who was no other than rourke the wisest of all the fairies who lived in the world of underneath 
so i got a new army with more than a thousand men in it and every man had a shield and besides that a quiver with ten arrows in it and every one of the arrows tipped with a thorn of sleep and in good time came tyrant with his army to where the river sneep runs into the sea of glar and there they left their ships and waited until the night should come and the nod army be asleep thinking to come into the city then as they had done before but my trumpeters sounded the advance and then my men went forward every one with an arrow fixed and his bow bent at a signal the arrows left their bows and found every one of them its man only to be followed by another and yet another from each bow every man of the folk army had a thorn wound and every man soon became drowsy and fell asleep then my soldiers bound them and kept them so until they could find tyrant for the folk king tried to escape and would have done so only he stopped rourke and asked him the way to the oak of the three worlds where he wanted to look into the world of things that are to be and there see what fate was in store for him but rourke gave him the wrong way and tyrant brought up at my palace is this the land of things that are to be he asked of my guards no they replied this is the palace of nod i have heard of dreams that are in the land of nod is this then a dream no it is not a dream they said with a hearty chuckle and the four of them bound him and brought him before me he asked mercy request of me anything within my power he said and it shall be yours only let me and my army go and i demanded those of my captured army back and the return of all the dusk folk to their own homes as you will so it shall be he said and he wrote out a message to his chancellor in the city of then to put on ships all the captive nodders and all the dusk folk three days later then the sea of glar was covered with ships which were gay with sails of all colours for many kinds of ships had been used to bring back the nod army craft used for pleasure which had orange and blue and yellow sails and sails of still other colours there were ships that carried goods from one part of the sea to another with white sails and there were the long warships which carried bulging sails of black or as some of them were black and white when they had landed the nodders i asked the captain where the dusk folk were and he said they had all passed away then i let tyrant and his army on to the boats but with their arms bound so that they could do no harm and when he went i asked him how am i to know that you will not come back another night with a still larger army to defeat me he could not say without thinking about it a longer time he said but just then rourke came by and i asked him the same thing every night then you shall put tyrant and all his folk people to sleep said rourke they cannot then take you unawares but the thorns are there enough i asked wherever the thorn tree grows in the land of nod rourke replied it grows there because the sand in that place is sleep sand it is the sleep in the sand passing into the thorn that put the army of tyrant to sleep the sand where the thorn grows this sleep sand you will take off each night and scatter into the eyes of folks and you need never fear again from that quarter and it was as rourke said 
the sand comes as fast as ever we use it up in keeping folks quiet of night times and so tyrant and his army sailed home and so tyrant and his sailed home End of chapter 4